Hello, and welcome to Kinda Interesting, Thoughts on Youth Ministry. I'm Matthew McNutt. I'm excited you're joining me for this discussion about how we're kicking off our fall in light of COVID and everything else that's going on in our country. Uh, I don't know about you, but honestly, I had kind of gone into the summer assuming that by the time we hit September, this thing would all be behind us and ministry would be back to our normal routine. Uh, and that is just not the case in our area with numbers continuing uh, to not be what we would hope for. There's a lot of fear, a lot of concern, and a lot of uh, nervousness and questions about how exactly to do things. So initially, my big thought was I would mirror what the local school districts do. Uh, that Part of that is just because that's so often what I tend to do, right? Like our calendar mirrors the local school calendar. Uh, when they cancel for weather, we cancel for weather. We try to use some of the similar language and similar things just because that's what families and parents and students are used to. Uh, and so initially, my thought was coming into the fall, if schools go virtual, we would remain virtual. And if schools are in person, we would be able to resume in-person student ministry with COVID precautions in place. Uh, and two things happened. The first, uh, both of them in the same week. Uh, the first was that our schools announced they were all going virtual through November. So that was kind of a tremendously disappointing bit of news for everyone. The second thing was that we were doing an outdoor, uh, kind of a backyard party for middle schoolers. Uh, end of the summer, we did some in-person outdoor stuff this summer with our student ministry. And so this was a middle school group. And here's what I would normally expect at an outdoor backyard party with middle schoolers. Uh, the boys in particular would be an over-energized, sugared-up mess of energy tearing around all over the place, getting in all sorts of trouble. And we brought things for them to play with. We brought frisbees, we brought, brought balls, uh, we had uh, hand sanitizer in place and, and uh, ready for them to use before they did that. And, and what happened instead is all of the kids spent the entire time uh, just seated in their lawn chairs talking to each other, even the middle school boys. 12-year-old boys spent the entire event just talking. And uh, honestly, I, I had a moment where I actually got a little choked up looking at it because there was a part of me going, this doesn't line up with anything I've seen with working with middle school dudes in uh, what is almost 20 years of being a full-time youth pastor. They're so starved for in-person contact that all they wanted to do was talk. And so that was kind of a, a pivotal moment for me, considering uh, moving into the fall and just recognizing that as we come into six months of this quarantine, six months of locking down, uh, of kids having virtual school, of not being able to be around each other much, just recognizing that's taking a real emotional and spiritual toll on young people. And then also recognizing the reality is our risks and our needs as a student ministry are completely different than the local school district. What do I mean by that? The school down the street from our house that my uh, sons attend is a school of 1,300 students. They'd be in rooms with 20 to 30 people, 
six or seven hours a day, five days a week. The risk factors are just exponentially greater uh, because of the sheer volume of students, the volume of time together, and the volume of that time being in such confined spaces. And so that was the moment where we started to really, as a team, go, you know what, uh, it, when we're talking about doing in-person activities one or two hours a week on a far smaller scale, uh, numbers of people-wise, and being able to space out and take appropriate precautions, we think the need uh, for young people to be having some sort of in-person contact outweighs some of these other concerns. And so uh, there's a few things that we're going to be doing as we come into the fall. The first is that we're resuming our Sunday morning student hour. Now, it's a little bit easy for us uh, because we have a gym. And so we're going to do that student hour in the gym uh, in between our two in-person services. We're going to be able to set chairs up six feet apart from each other, uh, which will have the capacity be somewhere around 80 to 90 uh, people, which is still uh, plenty of room for what we would expect, especially initially. Uh, so we're going to have chairs six feet apart. Young people will be required to wear masks as they come in uh, to the building. It would only be while they were seated that they were allowed to take them off. If we do any singing, they would be required to wear them during singing. And we won't really have any of the uh, lingering in the hallways. We've really hit the schedule so that it is back to back with our worship services. Uh, they go from one to the other. If people are hanging out and talking, it's happening out in the parking lots with their families. Uh, at that point, they've been released from our care. And so we're going to resume our Sunday morning student hour. And for us, that looks like um, a teaching time, some sort of icebreaker. Uh, or worship time and we're expecting not our normal numbers uh, but I do believe that we will have a certain percentage of our young people come out to that when we did a recent survey we found about 50% of our parents uh, would like their kids to resume in-person ministry about a quarter of them are not sure and a quarter are not ready for it yet now for those that are not ready we will be live streaming our student hour. So that way those young people can still tune in, they can still receive the teaching, maybe even watch it with their parents, uh, interact over chat and text with it. The second thing that we're gonna resume is our Wednesday night small groups. This is inherently more challenging in some ways, but also easier in others because uh, to begin with, we're going to, whenever weather allows, have our small groups happen outside. Now this just increases everyone's comfort level tremendously. Uh, parents feel a lot safer, our leaders feel a lot safer. Uh, the fresh air really helps with things. And so uh, we will have uh, students showing up with masks, except for when they're seated. Uh, we encourage everyone to bring a lawn chair. And so we're gonna rope off a big section of our parking lot. We have 12 student small groups and we'll just form circles all around in the roped off area and do small groups out there. If there's bad weather, uh, we have mapped out rooms in our building and what we're going to do is normally pre-COVID we would have free time, hangout time, everybody would be interacting with everyone, 
shooting hoops in the gym or playing Gaga, uh, hanging out in our student room, playing video games and whatever for the first half hour. We're not doing any of that. If we're in the building, uh, groups are going to go straight to their rooms. They're going to spend the time in there in a large circle uh, wearing masks other than when they're seated. They'll stay in their group the entire time. There won't be the mixing around and, and hanging out as much uh, as normally, but they will have interaction with their small group. Uh, because of the guidelines for our state, classrooms are limited to 10 people or less uh, per room, but that should work with our typical numbers of small groups. Um, we might have one or two larger groups, but we have a couple larger spaces where they would be able to go to that could accommodate slightly more than 10. But for that night, one of the challenges would be that for kids that are not allowed to come to small groups, how could they still stay connected? And what we're encouraging our small group leaders to do is to continue to be texting and calling those students, interacting with them. Uh, if it feels appropriate, using FaceTime on a device or Google Hangouts to let them kind of dial in and be digitally present in the circle. Uh, but there are some more limits to that versus a Sunday morning format where it's a person up front and it's a lot easier to stream. The third thing that we're doing is we're resuming some limited special events. Over the summer, we did a couple backyard cookouts. We did a couple outdoor movie nights. Um, this year, instead of our fall retreat we're doing something we, we're calling it escape it's a one-day uh, getaway one of our one of our youth leaders lives uh, kind of outside of the city and has 80 acres and and so we're going to his property um, for about nine hours and we've uh, rented some outdoor laser tag equipment we've got we're going to do a message we've got some other socially distant games that we're going to be uh, playing uh, we're going to have some small group times we're going to provide dinner it's going to be a lot of fun uh, we're even going to do one of our big traditions is a candle lighting ceremony that we normally do at our retreat where kids uh, light and blow out each other's candles and and tell them uh, tell each other affirmations and what they appreciate about each other and, and the big challenge with that of course is the blowing out each other's candles we we don't need people blowing on each other so we have led candles this year that it's a little it's a little less cool but on the plus side nobody's getting burned by hot wax this time but all that to say we're we're kind of putting together some of the highlights some of our favorite parts of our fall retreat which is our most popular event of the year and people are really disappointed that we're losing it but we're taking some of our favorite elements of that and putting it into a one-day event uh, that we're keeping local so we don't have to navigate the restrictions that come with using buses. We don't have to navigate um, the indoor stuff. We're doing it all outside. We don't need to try and make uh, overnight accommodations work so we don't have people in extended periods of time in a small space together. We're able to get some of the favorite parts to it, but we're not calling it a retreat because we don't want the expectations to be on the same lines. We're calling it escape. The message and kind of the theme for the day will be a little bit of how do we go into this school year and escape fear, escape stress, escape anxiety, and instead be leaning on God through all that's going on. So some of that is kind of still coming together and we're really excited about it. But uh, basically, 
that's a little glimpse at what we're looking at as we head into the fall, what we're thinking through and, and some of the answers that we've come up with. And, and honestly, I think the most important thing is whether, whether your group is going in person or whether your group is staying virtual or whether it's a hybrid of it is having a concrete answer for why you've landed on the direction you're going, right? Because no matter what you do, there is passionate opinions on every end of the spectrum. And so there are people that are most likely very upset with the decisions we've made while others are incredibly happy with it. And if we had gone the other way around the same, uh, it would have been flipped the other way. Uh, and so for me, the important thing then is that I know in my heart, the direction we're going with looking at it and seeing the need in our kids and how starved they are for in-person interaction, especially with local schools going virtual, we need to address this need in some way. And so that's what we're doing. If, if you're looking for resources uh, and you haven't been to downloadyouthministry.com, uh, I know I, I tend to talk about them a lot. I like it. I'm an author on the site, so uh, that, you know, maybe that's part of my bias. But they do have, uh, because of their ability to pivot quickly and because there's hundreds of authors submitting things, uh, they've been able to already release a number of great resources, socially distant games, uh, condensed messages that can be done online or full versions in person. Just so many different resources that uh, are particularly useful during this time at DownloadYouthMinistry.com. Check it out. And thank you for tuning in. I will talk to you next time.